you with Janine Preston of Life is a Beach. And of course it's Thursday, and Thursday is Tourism Thursdays, Throwback Thursdays. But today it's quite interesting because we picked up a story in the UK with Warren Elbourne and his family who are South Africans who immigrated. And they decided to go on a fabulous holiday to the Maldives um, to celebrate the um, two of the wives' 50th birthdays and booked with a reputable company at the time called Felix Holidays, who had a registered atoll number, which was um, which is a number that protects travellers, um, and you have some clawback, but it looks like they were scamming and using somebody else's number. So listen to the story. It's really it uh, was covered on one of the Irish radio stations, and of course we're really sorry to hear Warren of you and your family not being able to go on holiday and of course there's many others that are affected as well so just a word of warning to always check out those people who you book with and how you spend your money up front and check it check them out check the hotels that they've booked confirm that your hotels are being paid for your airline tickets or better still do it yourself do a little bit of homework on the internet uh, find out what hotels are there look at the reviews go on TripAdvisor um, and protect yourself so this is their story. Or a group on Facebook called Phoenix Holidays. Their stories, the stories have started to come out about people who engaged with Felix Holidays on Facebook. I'll talk to Warren in just a wee second, um, but I'm reading you a message from a lady called Lisa, Lisa Flynn. If you've ever heard of Felix Holidays, listen up. And if you've ever booked a holiday with a company that you've never heard of, listen up too. Uh, Lisa contacted a Facebook group. She said, just heading home from Disneyland Paris, unfortunately from what was meant to be a trip of a lifetime, it turned into a nightmare. We booked through Felix Holidays. We paid for flights, accommodation and Disney Park tickets. Total of 22 thousand euro got to dublin airport no problem with the flight then got to the hotel to be told that felix had rung the hotel to say we'd pay on arrival the holiday had or the hotel had twice tried to take an electronic payment from felix this now is from lisa and her group who'd already paid for the hotel to felix holidays then when they arrive at the hotel the hotel told them, well, Felix said you'd pay on arrival. That's the first problem. Now, Lisa had used the company before. There wasn't a problem previously. However, they ended up paying again for hotel and Disney park tickets and lots of other expenses. Um, came back home and put this account of what happened to them up on Facebook. And now they're flooded with Facebook messages and Facebook pages about people who've had similar things happening with this company, Felix Holiday. There are Facebook screenshots going around purporting to come from this company, which said, please note our director has not paid the staff or doesn't respond to us. So call center operations have discontinued. They give a home address for the man. They give a business address for the man. They give a number for the man for this point in time. We're not going to name him just now, but there's a lot of it out there. Felix Holidays, this story has broken in the past 24 hours. Um, Warren, what happened to you? Good morning, sir. 
Hi, good morning, PJ. Yeah, uh, well, we booked a holiday in, we engaged with Felix Holidays in around September 2021. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a, a big holiday for us because we were going to celebrate two 50th birthdays and take the kids out for a holiday to the Maldives. Uh, contacted Felix, basically we agreed terms, we agreed the payments, uh, did a payment plan, uh, paid the next 18 months, uh, total just over 12 and a half uh, thousand euro. And then uh, basically in their terms they said they would only release the vouchers and the flight details etc from about two weeks before departure date. So we were supposed to depart on the 9th of March. Um, I then contacted Felix to say, look, you know, where's my flight details, where's my vouchers, um, the family are coming up, they're ready to fly, we're looking forward to the holiday to the Maldives. Yes, yeah, um, I was had just spent with them. Yeah, yeah, so basically they then turned around and said, no, they had uh, forex issues with their suppliers and they haven't made the bookings, so there was no bookings, and basically they said they were going to cancel the, the holiday. How much money um, had you spent? And Sorry? How much money had you spent? Uh, at that point in time, it was just over 12,500 euros. So what happened? Yeah, so, well, basically, uh, three days before we were to, to, to depart, uh, Felix had said there is no holiday. Um, basically, everything was cancelled. Um, I then had to go to the family and, and then say, look, you know, unfortunately, we're not going on holiday anymore. The girls were devastated. They were devastated. So at this point in time, and at now total uh, dealing with the emotional um, aspect of not going on holiday anymore after people were looking forward to it for after about 18 months. And then the fight starts. Um, now we're trying to get our money back uh, from Felix, and I've never encountered such a run around in my life before and dealing with such a company and that now excuse after excuse so well, yeah this well, through the costs again warren um how much you lost so you you had flights booked you had accommodation booked you had other things booked and it all came to a total of what twelve thousand something twelve thousand yeah so in, in total was twelve thousand six hundred and thirty nine euro so basically it was a package deal which included uh, flights for the, the six family members, uh, transfers uh, for the, you know, to the Maldives, um, all-inclusive package hotel accommodation uh, at the resort in the Maldives as well. Yeah. Uh, so the total, the total cost for the package was, was we paid eventually 12,600 euros. Have you had any of it back? Well, Luckily, there is a system through the banks because most of it was paid through the credit card. Uh, so the banks managed to assist us with the chargeback uh, process. So we have received uh, refunds back through the chargeback. And uh, there is a balance still outstanding, which obviously the banks cannot cover us. And it's a constant fight. What's the, what's the balance? Well, currently we still out about six grand. Uh, Six thousand euros uh, that 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 can't be covered with the the, the bank process. So how come, how come uh, it can't be covered, Warren? Uh, it's got to do with the time period, with the rules and regulations, um, and then also 
apparently the way the chargeback works is Felix have to authorize the chargeback through the, and they, they're not doing that part either. And you so, have to contact them as well. Well, I've been contacting them every day. I get emails back saying, you know, we've got a new team, we're waiting to be set up, we've got problems, uh, your refund has been processed um, every day. I mean, I contact them every day. So basically, I email them, I send them text messages. There's two cell phone numbers that I'm using. Um, and I'm just, it's, it's, a, it's a run around day in, day out. Very good question from a caller here. Uh, travel insurance, any way that will help for you? No, 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 it won't help because uh, we tried that route. Basically, because the company is still actively uh, operating, uh, there is no cover. So we, the, yeah, so the, 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 only, the only recourse we had was basically through the, the credit card chargeback process. Yeah, and I'm, I'm correct in thinking this company was advertising itself as having what they call an atoll number. It's a British-based company. An atoll number is an insurance number which says if something goes wrong or the company goes wallop, you're covered. But they effectively haven't, or essentially haven't gone wallop. They no, just, no, the, 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 sorry, the, the, the problem you have with the atoll is they will only help and assist and you're only protected through atoll if the company is a member of Atoll. Now, basically, what happened was when they advertised, yes, they used the Atoll logo, um, but that number that they referred to on the Atoll referred to another travel agency uh, company. And according to, according to what we found out is that this company borrowed them the, the, the logo, which I find hard to believe. But when we contacted Atoll, Basically, Felix Holiday is not a member and they cannot assist us. Okay. Okay. Warren, you seem to be one of many, many people, so you're still, you're still on the hook for six grand or more uh, to, to Felix Holiday's. 12,600 Warren had paid for a trip of a lifetime to the Maldives, flights, transfers, accommodation, the whole lot through this Felix Holidays company. There's hundreds and hundreds of people coming up with complaints now, uh, now that the story has broken. Owen Corrie joins me from Air and Travel magazine. Owen, have you come across this company? Do you know anything about it? Good morning. Uh, good morning. I think you've hit all the main issues there. The company's still trading that rules out a lot of the um, way avenues people have for chasing to get their money back. They're clearly trading well beyond their comfort zone. Um, what seems to be happening, it just from what I know of the trade, is they're taking the bookings off customers, but when they go to deal with the hotels and the theme parks and every, everybody else, uh, there's difficulty uh, with the relationship there. They may not be paying on time and contracts may be cancelled. That means that the company's sins are visited back on the consumer. Not the first time this has happened, the consumers have arrived at hotels and been told, oh, the company hasn't paid us, you have to pay it again, that's what hotel is do. Good news is very likely to get all the money back, bad news is it's going to be a fight for one and the other. Chargeback is a very clear way to go in these situations. The credit card will deliver the money back or as much of it as it can to the consumer, but um, we are in all sorts of other difficulties which could really be avoided and this is no too late for the people involved, but if you book for an Irish um, to an Irish travel agency, 
um, they will first of all have uh, the license and bonding scheme under Irish law. Uh, if you go on the internet, it's not always under Irish law and the consumer rights can be uh, compromised by that. Um, there are people impacted across the UK and Ireland. I heard yesterday of a woman, she was very distressed and again with regard to chargeback, the only money she could get back was the deposit that she paid because she put that on a card. The rest she set up as a periodical bank transfer and the bank won't give her any money because they, she said you entered into it willingly and now it's, it's off our hands, it's not our problem. Absolutely, and some of these companies, when they start running into trouble, very good talkers, they will tell you, oh, um, A, B, and C, and don't put it on your credit card because they know that. And, uh, you know, holidaymakers shouldn't have to have a degree in law or a degree in marketing techniques uh, to get their way around this. This is just plain uh, sharp practice on behalf of the holiday company. It's a real problem in the modern age when people Google and find, uh, you know, whatever comes up top of the list, which very often are paying Google to finish top of the list. They're not the best price or anything, but they end up in these situations. We saw a lot of it during the pandemic when refunds, refunds are very simple business. You get your money back from the airline or from the travel agent, but when you had intermediary, uh, we had major problems getting refunds to customers. Yeah. Is there a, a little bit of a health warning, Owen, in general, booking stuff through a platform like Facebook? I know that's a, probably a loaded question because there's probably some very legitimate people there. What is it? It's exactly the same as if you're walking down the street uh, and you see a sort of a fly-by-night shop that's offering you a holiday for one euro with no strings attached. Be suspicious, just buyer beware. You have almost all the entire, there's about zero over, uh, nearly under, you just have to see registered travel agents, resellers in Ireland that have legitimate contracts with airlines, people like Disney. You know, Disney would be sold by Magic Vacations in Cork and by Neiman Travel and Abbey Travel Agents. Uh, but you buy them from any of the travel, Discover Travel, Shanta Travel, all of these people, they are legitimate. And a lot of them have Facebook pages, a lot of them have internet sites. It's not that the internet is bad, it's just that the have a look. Uh, first place thing to look at is where is that company registered? And very often, you know, you know, if you book direct with an airline, particularly the like the Viner who doesn't like dealing with intermediary, it's a straightforward transaction. If anything goes wrong, the flight doesn't take off. You get your money back fairly quickly. They're very, very good. There's systems to do it because they're such a big airline. When you start getting into intermediaries, and even through the big ones like Expedia and the ones based in, in America, you know, you, you can end up with all sorts of who paid what at what time. What's happening with Felix Travel is they're running out of money or they started running out of money and the people at the other end of the, of the chain, the suppliers, the hotels, uh, theme parks, less so the airlines, because the airlines are unforgiving, were probably being paid late or paid not at all. And then when the customers uh, turned up, uh, they were blamed for the sins of the company. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but a hotel with 20 people standing in front of the reception desk, they need their money too. There's a bit of that, there's a, a little bit of different policies to different hotels. Hotels should be more, um, they, they should be more lenient with customers who've been cut out. But we've had, I can tell you, I can name two cases of major suppliers in the Irish market that went down uh, in the last 20 years. And in both cases, uh, people turning up for hotel accommodation, they're told, 
uh, your room doesn't exist on anyone if you stump up more cash, including like leaving their holidays in one case, that sort of thing. So it's always a case of um, if you're booked to, you know, with an intermediary, make sure that it has that licensing. The ATEL uh, licensing is, is quite interesting because in theory, uh, if they use the ATEL license of another company, that means there would be a commercial relationship for that. The company whose ATEL license was used should be liable. So all of that uh, is still there to be sought for. Yeah, the point is a little bit complicated as well. Whenever you hear an ad for a British holiday company watching it on television or whatever, you get at all protected, at all protected, which, you know... Which, which applies under British consumer law. You see, you know, if you have your IATA or your ITAA figure, Commission yeah. of Aviation Regulation Bonding in Ireland, it's very straightforward. There's a website you go to, flightrights.ie, uh, and with this stuff, I by the way, this is important to consumers. There's a flightright.co.uk pretending to be the Irish consumer website that charges people 100 euro upfront. So always be sure, don't go to the first website, and if they're looking for money upfront, uh, the alarm bell should go off. But the uh, at home um, consumer protection in Britain uh, is a little bit more complicated than Brexit. So my strong, strong advice is. Book with an Irish company. Book just just picking up on, those, on what you just said, Owen, and um, just a, a question of clarification. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Are you suggesting to me that at all registration or at all protection is of little use to us in Ireland? No, it, 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 the experience of this is that it's now subject to the treaties between the European Union and Ireland. And uh, the consumer legislation uh, is something that the Conservative Party in England is trying to break away from. But it is complicated, it's not that it's of no use, um, but there's, there's all sorts of separate issues with Ireland because people booking cross-border. But in theory, unless you're licensed in bonded in Ireland, your consumer rights are not absolutely sacrosanct. So, in other words, whoever you're using, I think, Curry, to book your holiday, whether it be an Irish, a travel agent down the high street, or whether it be someone like Booking.com or some... Just check, are you covered under Irish consumer law, correct? And the reality is the big international ones, some of them are not registered in Ireland at all. Some of them are actually trading um, effectively illegally in Ireland now, but the, the legislation is changing on that. But the legislation is at European level, and Brexit has complicated this as well. All this back to Ireland, Irish companies, look where the headquarters is. If they're in Ireland, if they're licensed and bonded in Ireland, that's the way to go. And also, uh, you know, dealing direct, if you don't like dealing with an intermediary, the direct booking with the company, it's much, much easier when things start going on. And the truth is, because I've done it myself when I was, I was skeptical, but when I went and did it myself, I discovered I actually did save some money. Oh, and thank you. Oh, sorry. Uh, absolutely. The agents can, uh, because if you buy a hundred rooms in a hotel, you're going to get a better rate than you buy one. So don't always assume travel agents are more expensive. Fair, fair point, and thank you. Owen Curry of Air and Travel Magazine. So this company, Felix Holidays, it's a legitimate company, but it's run into trouble as Owen said. We'll podcast a whole lot of this so you can listen back. I'd love to talk to other people though who've had dealings uh, here in Cork, say, with Felix Holidays. Maybe you booked Disneyland with them, have you booked Orlando with them, have you booked the Maldives, wherever, like Warren booked with them, and what happened to you? Have you turned up at a hotel? And this could be through any company, but we're focused particularly on Felix. Have you turned up anywhere 
to your hotel or your apartment block and they said well now there's a bit of a problem here you need to pay us and you'll have said well hang on i did i paid you i paid you. there's my receipt there's no we haven't been paid by them yeah but kind of that's your problem no it's now your problem if you want to stay in this hotel tonight you need to pay us now has anyone ever been caught like that or in Warren's case, said he tried to get your money back after a holiday it didn't happen, and now he's still six and a half grand short.